Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today we have Amy Vieda, CEO and founder of Piano Lessons with Amy Vieda, a virtual piano lesson platform. Amy is mother of six, a group fitness instructor and piano teacher. Coming from a musical family, she began to learn piano when she was seven years old. She also graduated in 2005 from Dixie State University with a degree in teaching. After graduating, she spent some time traveling the world and seeking adventure. She has many years of teaching experience, both abroad and domestic, and she loves teaching piano and helping students discover a passion for music. Today on the podcast, we talk about the importance of parent involvement in their child's education, how daily practice offers immediate results, and accountability makes a difference in mastery. We also discuss how music fosters critical thinking and discipline that no other subject can facilitate. She talks about how there is so much freedom in homeschooling for extracurricular activities. We talk about the most important thing in adding music to your child's classical education are the benefits cognitively and in math. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Amy has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. And today we have Amy Vieda, CEO of Your Virtual Piano Lessons. Amy, say hello to our listeners and tell us one thing you feel most don't know about homeschool. Hey guys, I'm glad to be here. One thing I think people don't realize about homeschool is how much freedom there is. When you take away all the fluff and wasted time i guess you could say at school you have so much time to cover all the curriculum you have with so much time left over for extracurriculars sports music lessons fun stuff we do we go play basketball every day my kids do cooking there's just so much extra time that's amazing so Amy, I did a little bit of research before I got on with you, Uh and I learned a lot about the benefits of music, and I want to just share some of that, and I also want, I would love for you to talk about how your curriculum and your program really touches on those things. So there's a lot of cognitive and educational uh, benefits that happen in both teens and toddlers. So yes, the one thing I learned was in co- for cognitive in teen students who take music in the middle school, they score significantly higher in algebra assignments. Yes, like yeah, than their non music counterpart. But that was very fascinating. And So an educational and an education toddler research reveals strong connections between rhythmic skills and pre-reading abilities in toddlers. Also for cognitive toddler, music enhances fine motor skills or the ability to use small acute muscle movements to write, use a computer, perform physical tasks. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the educational aspect of teens with the music program, which unfortunately 
the public school has not all of them, but huge majority have taken music out of the school system, which I think is crazy because these right. stats say so much. This one says educational teens with the music program have an estimated of a 90% graduation rate and a 94% attendance rate apart from their counterparts with no music education, which drops down to a 72% to an 85%, which is a pretty big difference. Yeah. And the last thing I got was, um, and this was from the U.S. Department of Education on teens, that on more than 25,000 secondary school students found that students who report consistent high levels of involvement in instrument music over the middle and high school years show a significantly higher level in mathematics proficiency by senior year. Those are some powerful statistics. Yes, like, you could fill journals full of articles on the benefits of musical education. Yeah, so I know you're one of those teachers who is super passionate about teaching the actual techniques in music yes. and making sure that it's understood and that children can actually appreciate. And literally you have had some students who've gone on to do great things in music. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, um, when parents ask me about my program, I always tell them if your student is taking piano lessons because they have a specific song in mind that they want me to teach them right away, then this isn't going to be the right fit. I tell them that's what YouTube is for and that's fine. That <laughs> yes. Not everybody needs right. to come to me, but if they just want to learn a specific song, I say, oh, just go watch how to do that on YouTube. Um, with my lessons, my program, they're going to be learning note reading, music, theory, rhythm. Um, and then when they have all those basics down, that's when we can start incorporating some of the songs that they would like to learn. So why do you like doing it like that? I've, I've heard of so many other um, musicians or I guess music teachers or classes. They're like, oh, I, I will just teach them the, the songs and you know, they can learn everything after. I know you have rhyme and reason, <laughs> no pun intended, but you have a rhyme and reason <laughs> as to why you do what you do. Right, I just feel like with my knowledge and expertise, I don't, they don't need me if they just want to learn a song. The things I can offer them, I have clearly laid out into a very organized curriculum. And when it's followed, the students are very successful. Like you said, they've gone on to win competitions and play in front of audiences. Yeah, so, you're a musician, yeah. right? I am. Nice. Yes. So, so over the years, I have just come to, you know, tweak my methods and curriculum in a way that I, I just have it laid out really well. And if you follow the program, it, it works and it works very well. Yeah, that's awesome. And you've taught both abroad and domestic. Is that correct? I have not piano, but I have taught um, English in Italy and Peru. Wow. Wow. That's really awesome. Have you learned any? I'm sure you probably did, but I'm just going to ask anyways. Like when you're in these different places, these different countries, did you like learn a little bit of their their music as well, like through the culture? I actually was um, involved in a 
folkloric dance competition down in Peru. So I got to experience all that awesome culture of the costumes and the elaborate dances. And they're really, really big on that. I compare it to the way Americans are with football, how crazy we get about that. They are really into their music and dance. And it was amazing. And Italy, obviously, there's so much history, art history and musical history there. And so so yeah, I was I was able to experience that as well there. Wow, that's really cool. So you're a mom of four. Six. Group six now. Six. You're a mom of six. Wow. Six, yeah. Piano teacher. You come from a musical family and you started learning piano when you were about seven years old? Seven, correct. Oh my goodness. So you've been doing this all practically all your life. Correct. Yep. Oh man. So what was your inspiration to start, you know, this, this virtual piano lesson? I, I found it honestly fascinating when I found it on the internet. I was like, this is amazing. I need to know more about it. No, thank you. I think it's amazing too, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, I taught traditional, you know, 30 minute weekly piano lessons for years and years. And it went fine. They, I had success and um, and of course you have students that don't follow through and that's just normal but um, the same issues kept coming up year after year and I just wanted a way to address these issues. One of the big ones was that a lot of parents and no judgment here because I do this with gymnastics. We want a half hour to drop the kids off and go and I'm going to sit on my phone or run some errands or whatever because we need breathers too. And, and a lot of parents did that. And so there wasn't much parent involvement with the lesson. The, the parent wasn't aware of what I taught. And so when the child went home to practice, um, the parent wouldn't know if they were if the child was practicing incorrectly or what they were supposed to be practicing. And so with the program I have developed, Your Virtual Piano Lessons, it, it kind of requires the parent to sit and watch the lesson and, and be close by, if not sitting with the student while they practice so they know if there's mistakes being made. So that was one big issue. I mean, any seven-year-olds, they're, they're just, they're seven. They need, they need some more guidance at home more than just a half hour of lesson and then turn them loose for a week. Um, another issue was that I would send the student home not really sure how much they were gonna remember. 30 minutes is a long time for a seven-year-old to sit. So who knows how much they actually internalized and remembered, or maybe even if they misunderstood something. So oftentimes a student goes home from their weekly piano lesson and either forgets what was taught or misunderstood and practices incorrectly for an entire week. And then they have to come back. That same material has to be retaught. So, so they have to unlearn what they learned and then relearn it correctly. And then I send them home for another week and hope they do it correctly. Um, and so that's a whole wasted at least seven days there. Um, and what that does is causes frustration because a student if they practice and they come back and then I'm like oh okay except we got to do it this way they lose motivation so they lose the motivation to practice which which slows or stops their progress and when they don't see progress then they want to quit and so that was another big issue so with the lessons I've developed we have a video messaging app that um, the student records themselves a sh just a short little video for me every day so I can see what they worked on and I can respond that very same day and let them know if there's any adjustments that need to be made. 
And that way we're not wasting any time. There's no practicing wrong for a week and then having to reteach, unlearn, relearn, and wasting all that time. And, and the student sees quick progress, which increases their motivation, which makes them practice harder. Um, they can also, they have the video lesson. I send it to them. And so if they um, watch it and then they forgot something, they just go back and rewatch the lesson. Or if there's something that I need them to correct, um, I can sometimes just quickly do it on the video lesson, or I can say, go back to your lesson and watch, rewatch from minutes 12 to 15, and then redo this and send it back to me. And it's been very effective um, for the kids to progress quickly. Wow, that's a, that's a great feedback process. That is awesome. And lots of accountability there. That's yes. really good because when it comes down to like music, math, I keep thinking back at math, those things need to be practiced on it every day. And foreign language too, it needs to be practiced on it every day or any kind of language really, if you think about it. Yeah, And absolutely. your videos- In yeah. addition to all the cognitive benefits, it also, it also teaches them discipline and hard, consistent work. Oh, for sure. And then the critical thinking skills and where they're mm -hmm. going to go and how to create and how to create even pieces if, as they get older, right? Like in different, Correct. oh, wow, that's really yeah. awesome. And your videos kind of will form like a tutorial for them for like future reference. Correct. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So let me ask you, um, do you go by ages or do you go by levels? Not really either. Okay. We just, okay. I have the, the curriculum laid out and it's what it is. So everybody starts on lesson one. Okay. And if you're, if you're a beginner, it's going to take you, it could be two to three weeks to complete okay. that lesson. And that's normal. Okay. If you are, um, you know, 12, 13, 14, you're going to finish that lesson in a day because it's very simple. And then we go on to the next lesson. Gotcha. Can you take me through like, what one lesson would look like parent was purchase your program what would it what would the lesson one look like uh, sure and and parents can um contact me and i'll show them a lesson for free as well oh um, awesome so it starts out with the objectives clearly stated they're listed right there on the screen in this lesson we will be learning these notes on the staff we will be learning to count this kind of rhythm with this kind of note and this vocabulary word, and then we'll learn these three songs. So we know exactly what we're trying to do this lesson. And then I go through each of those objectives. If if there's new notes to learn, I show them the note, a, a slide of the note and where it is and how to find it. Um, if we're learning new rhythm, I'll count the beats out as I point to the beats and they'll see, see how to do it. And then um, after, when it's time to learn the songs, I put the song up on the screen. We look at different elements of the song. There's things like key signature, time signature. These might be foreign. Um, this might be foreign language to some, which is fine because I teach all of that from the very beginning. Um, different dynamics, playing loud, soft, repeating, things like that. We sit down and look at the piece and then um, they see my hands playing it as I'm pointing to each note. So they, so they know right where I am. And then at the end of the lesson, I show them a practice chart that they will print off. So it's all exactly lined out. You, 
exactly how to practice and exactly what to practice every day. And they'll, um, they'll check it off as they go. And then they'll send me a Marco Polo video. That's the name of the, app, the video messaging app that I used each day when they practice. Um, there's also worksheets to go with each lesson um, to review theory concepts or vocabulary or um, note reading, things like that. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Music is a kind of a foreign language for sure. Yes. Because <laughs> you have to, you have to learn all this, these new terminologies. <laughs> I remember when I went to school for music, I was like, whoa, all this new. And you know, when I was learning uh, all the new terminology, I really found it fascinating. And I did feel like my mind was expanding and open. Like I, I physically felt I was growing in understanding things. It was a very interesting feeling when I was learning music. It really yeah, was. Yeah, it kind of unlocks a new part of your brain. Yeah, exactly. That I mean, you couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what it felt like. Another part of my brain was being unlocked and it felt brand new again. And I was older. I was like, I think I was 40 when I went to uh, back to school for music. And it really kind of just brought me back. And I really felt like a rejuvenation. It was a really interesting two years of learning. So it was really cool. And one of my favorites was music theory. And it was full of math. And I can really see why math is it gets the benefit of a child learning music. So now that we know that, you know, we've been talking about the public school system takes has taken out, you know, um, a lot of electives, one of them being music because of budget cuts and things like that. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how like, what you feel about that? Like, like, what are your thoughts on that? And what parents could potentially do to supplement that because, and the importance to supplement music in their child's life, even if it's not going to be something that they're going to do forever. Right. One, um, one of my favorite things about homeschooling is how well-rounded the children who homeschool are, because like you said, they're cutting music. My kids school here before we pulled them had cut PE and there's no, there hasn't been art there in years and they justify it saying, well, you have to learn to read and write, but you can survive without you know, without PE or without music. Well, you can, but, but not very well, you know, you're going to be, you're just going to have, you're just going to be so much more well-rounded, like I said, if you have access to those things. And so I, I just feel very passionate that everybody's life is better <laughs> when they have um, easy access to, to music. And I know there's others who are that passionate about art. Um, which isn't my thing, but that's why I outsource my kids' art education. Um, and same with exercise. Like, your life's just going to be so much better, and kids need to have access to um, just to consistent programs that the school the schools just can't offer anymore. And I love what you just said, you outsource. So that's a big, huge thing that I absolutely love about homeschool is that you don't have to find everything in one spot. You can absolutely outsource. And let's say you even have your child in the public school system, but you want to add that supplemental music. You can do that with things like your virtual lessons with, you know, Amy and learning this can still build 
that part of that brain because yeah i get what they're saying kids can't live without reader um reading and math in life but honestly when a part of your brain is dormant which is the creative part of your brain it also stifles all the innovation that's possible that would be able to bolster that reading and those math i mean that's why it all comes together and it is so beautifully holistic because they are they do work hand in hand it's right. kind of like saying we see those increased scores and cognitive abilities in kids with absolutely yeah it's kind of like saying i don't need my pinky toe i can survive with the other four sure you can but then your balance is off so right. it's it's all very much intertwined and connected i love that so as we're wrapping as we're wrapping this up what is one thing you want families or parents to take away from our conversation today um just that this is an option that i created for families that um just traditional lessons weren't the best option if you're if your 30-minute traditional in-person lessons are working for you and your student loves them and they're progressing that's awesome go with it because however the kids get the mu music education is fine they we need it everyone they need it so that's great this um this is an excellent option for um the moms who say parents who say i'm, I'm too busy i can't get into a lesson or there's nobody close by um, or they're too expensive, or it wasn't a good fit with the teacher, my student wasn't understanding, other other things like that. Um, on my website, I have a little a link you can click that says, that takes you through a few questions to see if the lessons are a good fit for you. Um, if you need that 30 minutes where you just drop your student off and they do their lesson and that works for all of you, that's awesome, that's great. Um, if you want something a little bit different with a little more accountability, where you know exactly what your student is learning and what they should be learning and you're able to be involved, then then I think my program would be the way to go. Um, if you were if you were previously with a teacher that you really liked the books that he or she used and their methods and you want to stick with that, then then absolutely stick with that because my curriculum is it's very different than a traditional curriculum and your student might have might have trouble adjusting. They might not, but if you're really set in the way your teacher's doing it, that's that's totally fine. Stick with it, just stick with it. Um, yeah. I just want people to have a musical education because it's so important and so this is just one option i put out there for for people who those traditional lessons weren't a good fit for so do you have any students that who went on to win those uh musical competitions and everything sure <laughs> they um there's two and uh one was a little guy he had um adhd oh wow and um his mom just didn't know what to do with him and he he came to me and she said we'll just let's just try this um and they're actually local and so she wanted to to do in person and i said let's just give this a try especially with the low attention span he can watch this he can watch five minutes of the video this day and practice for five minutes and that's it and it doesn't ha even have to be at the same time he could watch the video in the morning for five minutes and then practice later 
Um, and she was reluctant because it is, it's, it's an innovative, it's a different method. Um, but he absolutely just took off, excelled. He loved sending me videos every day. He was so excited. Miss Amy, look what I learned, look what I can do now. Um, just was so happy to get my messages back. And just, he just, he just absolutely took off. And that's not to say that every student who practices every day is going to reach that level. There's there just like with athletics, there's students with innate abilities. Um, but even if you're if you're not uh, destined per se to to win competitions, you can you're still going to get the benefits of of the musical education and learning the discipline. And just like you still get benefits from exercising, even if you're not going to make it to the NBA. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And you, and also with a child with ADHD, um, music probably really touches those parts of his brain or her brain that would probably calm him down and bring them into like a state of flow a little bit, you know, what I mean? where they can actually get out all that energy into in, in a musical way. That's Correct. really cool. Yeah. yeah, I have because I, I have a little bit of attention deficit disorder <laughs> and I, I get it out through like um, drawing and music and I sing. So those I've been very like in the arts area. So for me, uh -huh. it's that's exactly where I have to go to relax. <laughs> like right. just yeah, to, it's an, it can be an outlet. Yeah, it absolutely is. I love that. Awesome. So what is the call to action? Where can they find you? Where can they get your program? Where can they find that one free um, uh, lesson where they can try it out? Yeah, so you can email me. It's yourvirtualpianolessons at gmail.com. Um, and then I also have a website that I think will be linked here with the podcast. You can just yes. click on that. All the information is there. Uh, my contact information, a registration form, uh, anything you need there. Um, and, and my emails on there. So you could just shoot me an email, we can chat on the phone, whatever, whatever's easiest. Awesome. Amy, thank you so much for today. It was awesome spending thank time you. with you and just learning more about you and, and what you do. And I just, I'm so glad I got a chance to even learn a little bit more about the different uh, statistics on music and how it really just opens up children's brains, adults, yeah, teens, and every, it, it is fascinating. So thank you again. Thank you for sharing you. all of your wisdom. You've been listening to the Homeschool Advantage podcast, where you get the scoop on all the latest vendors that fit your lifestyle. Thanks for listening. Also, follow me wherever you listen to your podcast to stay up to date on the next episode. You can also visit my website where the episodes will be and for my free lesson plan course, which can help you if you have different vendors and you're wondering how do I make them all flow together? Let me help you with that. And if you're a vendor and you think you would like to be on the podcast, send me an email realedtalk at gmail.com. Leave me your name, contact, website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for stopping in with me and I'll see you on the next time.